Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Played well. All the plans they had in, uh, in place worked. We saw the emergence of uh, Josh Worrell. We saw uh, Ben Keyes do a great job and pretty well all played well, like we discussed last night, Correct. Malcolm. So yep. let's welcome um, one of Adelaide's assistant coaches, Mickey God, and then Michael joins us now. Um, what a night. I mean, uh, sometimes your plans work, um, sometimes they don't, but they certainly worked last week. <laughs> yeah, they did. I think whenever you see the uh, the way that the boys played, the effort and the you know just the commitment they gave to the contest, um, a lot of our plans always look good when that happens. So... Yeah, you can really do anything you want when they when the lads bring that type of effort. But yeah, it's, it's as we've said all along, it's about consistency throughout the year, and um, you know that's something we're continuing to striving for. But it was nice to have four quarters of really solid effort on the weekend. I remember last year Adam Saad really really hurt Adelaide off the halfback flank, and Nick Hine from the Bombers did the same thing. You obviously put planning into to Ben Keys. He's got that massive motor, and he can he can make a, a defender accountable. It's just a a brilliant move. Tell us a bit more about Ben and, and how do you see him going forward? Will he still spend time in the middle? Will he still play that role? Well, what's your thoughts after last week? Yeah, look, we, we trained him a bit like that in the preseason and then he worked his way more into the midfield and he played really well. And, you know, we've, we have thrown him forward at different, uh, different times. And obviously on the weekend uh, with Sard's influence on the game, that he, you know, he's such a great player. And, you know, Ben has done that role with a reasonable amount of success, and obviously he did it really well uh, on the weekend. And yeah, so he he essentially he played as a normal forward, but he just he obviously just had an awareness facade, and the pressure we were putting up the ground certainly helped. And yeah, as you know, he he does work hard, so he reset really hard and got in behind their defenders, and you know was able to help himself to a few goals. But then also, yeah, you know, he applied a lot of pressure when he yeah. was in and around the contest. So we we know he can play mid, obviously, but um, yeah, to have that string to his bow is really good. Mickey, they tell me that uh, the secret's out. You, you actually suggested this to Nixie and you get the big gold star for putting him there. Is that correct or is it just what oh, you told me? When it works, there's no <laughs> doubt it was my idea. <laughs> oh, it was terrific. Uh, and, uh, you know, you don't have to do it every week, but I think something like that occasionally just shows that the, the group's actually working really well together. Hey, can I just say, being at the game, I just thought the pace, you know, of so many of the Crows players looks so much quicker than Carlton. Schoenberg and Murphy, those sort of guys, McHenry, I mean, they were a bloody nuisance to Carlton, weren't they? Even some of it was perceived, as I saw it, they weren't actually tackling them, but they, they, they could see the flash coming. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really pleasing to see, and we've seen it, as, as I said earlier, we've seen it in patches throughout the year, and it was just nice to see our, our speed across the ground. Like, I think we won ground ball by nearly 40 in the end, which is a, a huge number, and which means that we were very you know, quick onto the loose footy, and uh, which means their feet were moving and, you know, that's our alert uh, all over the ground. It wasn't just the mids, of course, but, um, yeah, that was it was good to see them play at that speed because when they play at that speed, uh, we can be a very good team. Absolutely. Both back and my thought, 
night footy seems to suit the Crows. You beat Port Adelaide after the siren. You push Melbourne. You had a couple of wins last year at night. But you don't get a lot of night games, do you? But uh, just seemed to be at them and harassing them. It was really, really good to watch. Yeah, it is. It's 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 great to get the reward. And yeah, whether night game helps us or not, but we just have to win a bit more to get those time slots, I suppose. But um, yeah, it was just the guys have put in a mountain of work this year and. Uh, you know, every time that we have played like that this year, we've you know we've looked very dangerous. So, yeah, it was it was good to see some smiles on some faces because you know it's it's, uh, it's certainly tough at times. Josh Warrell looked like he'd played fifty games, not his second game. Um, he's got that beautiful size about him. He looks like he'd play a number of positions in defence. Uh, that left foot uh, it certainly helps. And we were talking last night with Tommy Duday playing that that position. Um, Blighty's been calling for Duday to even go midfield forward. You, he could play a number of positions, but you haven't had that uh, chance to do it. But uh, tell us about Josh Worrell. Yeah, really excited for Josh. He made his debut last year when we played, I think it was the Demons up in Cairns. And, St Kilda, um, I think. St Kilda. Yeah. St Kilda, sorry. Yeah. No, it was St Kilda, you're right. And um, that was his debut, and he, he you know, did a, quite a good job there, but it was also a good reality check. He'll be the, the first to admit, you know, when he came off that, that game, he said, oh, wow, I've got a bit of work to do. And, to his credit, over the whole summer and this whole year in the sample, he's done an amazing job and he's got better and better and he's, he's learning his craft and learning his trade and it was really exciting from my point of view, obviously, just dealing with him a lot um, at sample level to see him get that chance and it's great for all the guys playing in the sample to show that if you put that work in and you get your chance and it's, you know, when you're ready, you're ready and we're confident when they go in and, yeah, when Josh got that chance, he, he took it with both hands, which was really good for him. Yeah, David mentioned, I, I have a couple of times just about today because he can mark the ball and his timing with the fist. Sometimes those blokes surprise you up forward. Just keep keep that one in the back pocket, mate. And Yeah, we'll keep that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Murray, can I just say, I, I'm warming to this guy. You know, I, I was surprised he had one touch. Now, I know he didn't get the ball 100 times, but he actually looked really competitive. Am I, were my eyes deceiving me? or did it, it, You can't have one touch and be a good player, can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's been very good this year. Obviously, his you know story is that he you know he came off the farm and he you know he's a he's a unique story really. And he he's just a worker and he's competitive and he just gives everything he's got. And what he had to learn was you know I guess how to play as a key defender in the AFL. And in the last couple of years, he's worked really hard on that. And he's he's a hard man to play on. And that's you know he's agile. He can jump. He's as I said, he's super competitor, so we're we're happy with his progress. And yeah, you, I think he can have one touch and play well. And he uh, he did a really good job for the team. Yeah, I suppose in defence you can, if particularly if you if you knock out a good one, and that's probably what he did, didn't he? Just made it ineffective. Good. Jordan Dawson, jeez, he's a good player, isn't he? Isn't he a good player? He's a very good player. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been great for our footy club and will be for a long time. And you know he's he's you know he's showing some really good leadership uh, skills. He's uh, obviously a, a super talent. Um, and he, you know, he the game slows down for Jordan, which is a which is a great thing because when he's out there, he can he can see things others can't. So, um, yeah, he's certainly going to be a big asset for us going forward. We thought you almost had your best side going around. We know this Phil Thorpe, uh, Tommy Duda will get a position, and Rochelle if he's fit and firing. But you got nearly all hands on deck, and it looked like you're just starting to settle. I know Worrell's first game, but the defence and the the mids have had a bit more of a go, and, and the forward line looks certainly more settled. Yeah, they've been working together now for you know, a number of weeks, and I think we're moving the ball better, giving them better looks as well. And you know, they've they've just really embraced a, a real strong, tough brand of footy in the forward line. And you know, Texas played a really good year, and Darcy's really starting to come to the fore. And 
you know, Nettie McHenry, they've got their little roles to play. So, yeah, the the cohesion and the connection between the three lines is, you know, every game we play, it's it's looking better and better. I know luck can play a part in injuries, but it's Seedsman. He's had concussion. Sloan does a a, a knee. It's It's been amazing, the run. You've had a couple of soft tissue injuries, but all in all, um, the effect of Darren Burgess. Tell us about him. Yeah, no, he'll take the credit, Burgess, no doubt. <laughs> He's a he's a wonderful man. I really I love working with him. I love learning from him. Uh, he's obviously, you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's he's brilliant. One of the best in his field. So, um, but yeah, we've had a very good run with injury through obviously good management, and um, yeah, he's once again another one of those really good assets to our club, both as a you know what he does, but also as a person, and you know, he hold, upholds really strong standards around the place, and he's teaching us all, not only players but coaches about preparation and what it takes to be a you know professional athlete week in week out so yeah we've had a good run this year so hopefully it uh, keeps going I'll guarantee you it won't. <laughs> Some stuff or other. I'll guarantee you. Don't so, spoil the party. No, party. no. Sometimes, yeah. It's, I think it's. I think it's a bit of that, but not a lot of it. I can assure you. Anyhow, uh, West Coast Eagles this week. Um, Josh Kennedy's going to play his last game. He's been one of my favourite players for 16, 17, 18 years. So that'll be a great goodbye, and I'm sure you'd acknowledge that. But uh, you've got to play North Melbourne and West Coast too. I think from memory, and I forget who the other one is. But Crow uh, Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Oh, of course, last round. Yeah. Um, Wow, could there be eight nine wins better than last year? Which would be it? Which would be a step forward, Mick, isn't it? No matter what you think, a better percentage and even one more win is a step forward. Yeah, look, I think, buddy, like we obviously think a little differently at times, but it's the, it's just the way we want to play. You know, we we've seen even the last three quarters against Sydney, the four quarters on the weekend. We just want to continue to see that, and we just know if we if we're bringing that style of footy. We're gonna, you know, the the wins will go in our column, you know, eventually, and yeah, another huge challenge for us over at WA this weekend, and you know, I think that uh, we, you know, we've got to prepare the same way, and you know, we've got to stay level with it. That's mm. that's the most important thing. We get excited about having a great win, was great, but we want to win a lot more than that. So you know, we're just going to stay level and and approach it the same way as we approached last week. Mick, I want to make a comparison. Port Adelaide fans could not understand up until early this year, how Todd Marshall could get a game with Port Adelaide. Yet we could all see his talent. He's six foot eight and beautiful kick. And now he's had a super year. The same could be said about Darcy Fogarty. People were questioning, how's Darcy getting a game on his numbers? They weren't great. Wasn't kicking goals. But his last six weeks, and not just the goals, but he, he looks fitter. He's, he's crashing packs. He's taking marks. He's he's dishing out a couple of goals. Um I see a sort of parallel then, and you guys had faith in him, and Nixie had to front up week in, week out, saying, no, we see something in the fog, and uh, it's starting to pay off. Yeah, wrapped for him. He's he's done a lot of work, and, you know, he's a, he was the big hope of our footy club, and, you know, from our members and supporters, they've you know, there's a fair bit of pressure being on the kid for a number of years now, and, you know, there's no doubt he's felt that, but he's just kept his head down, he's worked, he's, he's become more and more professional, he's more consistent, he came back with a sample a little bit this year as well, which is always tough. And but he's you know he's just worked on the things that the coaches have been working with him on, and now he's you know things have just clicked for him a bit, and yeah, you know, he's staying level-headed. He's he's just putting you know game after game together now, so that's exciting. So it's not a not a one-off. It's been consistent, and yeah, it's nice to see him. You know when he bust packs and he kicked that beautiful goal on the weekend. It's yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's also game breakers, aren't they? That igniter. You need players like him. 
Hey, Mick, I mean, you play a really important role at the club. Not only do you coach the Sandville team, so you, you, all these kids that you've actually had a hand on, and then you're obviously involved in the RFL in the midfield. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a quite encompassing role. When you sit down at a meeting and you get involved and we talk about lists and players recruiting and all that sort of stuff, I mean, you, you can actually intimately know every player at the club and probably what it needs next. And, you know, we all want a superstar midfielder. We all want it, everything. But do you get involved in those conversations with your role at the club? Yeah, we're in consistent dialogue with with uh, list management, you know, because, as you say, the, the position I hold, we I do know the players, you know, um, probably closer than most because I'm dealing with them week in, week out. But also I see them under the heat of battle, which is one of the most important times to see them, to see how they handle certain things. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't get involved in list management as such of who we're taking and who we're contracting, et cetera. But I certainly am I'm certainly consulted, you know, regularly, weekly on, you know, how players are going and, and, and you know, what their ups and downs are, their positives and negatives. So, yeah, it is a, it's a consistent conversation that we have. Mac Moy says um, the draft is just a number. You know, you can be a great player anywhere. You picked up a beauty in Saliga, and the Crows have been um, had criticism for certain draft picks, but you've also had a couple that have been outstanding, and I think Berry's one. But uh, Jake Saligo, sometimes you see a player, Mickey, and you think, yeah, this lad's going to be good. And I, I remember the first time I ever saw him, I thought this lad could be good. And just with his, not just his skills, but he's got a real appetite to get the ball. He's not a big body lad, but he... He throws his body around and is a very good tackler as well. Yeah, occasionally they just walk through the door and you get excited, don't you? Like the first time I saw him train, we all looked at each other and went, <laughs> "Okay, this is this is good fun. This is going to be good fun." So he's a he's a quick learner. He sees the game really well, as well as I think I've ever seen a player pick things up. He sees it on the ground. He can have communications with you at the breaks. He's very clear. He's calm, but also he's he's a clean player. You know, obviously, we played him the wing, we played him inside, and we played him forward. As you say, he's not a not a big body, but he uses his body well, and he, he has a fair appetite for the contest. So, yeah, we're really, as I said, the first time he walked through the door, we're excited, and certainly hasn't let us down with his with his growth and development. Just to close, uh, um, Tommy Duday, Rochelle, as we said, and, and Phil thought, for that matter, we thought they could be in, in the best uh, 22. How are they situated for this week? Yeah, they uh, will train tomorrow. I think they, I think all three should be around the mark. I'm not sure about Tommy at this point, but uh, Josh definitely and Phil Thorpe, uh, well, he hasn't trained fully since, but we yeah, have main session tomorrow morning. So, yeah, those those three guys would be right in the mix. Um, yeah, it'll be an interesting selection if they all put their hand up. It'd be hard to drop someone on the back of all played well last week. Yeah, it certainly would. It's always the challenge, but it's a good challenge to have. Mickey, thanks for your time. No worries at all. Thanks, guys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.